Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Talks with Tony. Got a question from a young lady, and it says, Hi, Tony. From the bottom of my heart, I really want to thank you for all that you do for people. You know what? Thank you so much, and you are welcome. I was in an abusive relationship for six years with my daughter's father. Not only was he very physically abusive, but he was also cheating on me with a woman that would come to my house and harass me. He didn't help to pay bills, so I had to take care of everything financially for the household and for our daughter. With that being said, I fell into a routine thinking it was normal to live in this mess. Then I started to read your post and follow what you do. Went to the Real Love Tour, and I saw how you treat your wife and children. I was inspired to want more for myself, and I also started to go to church and really put God in the center of my life. And this past fall, I packed up what I could fit in my car with my daughter and moved out of state away from him so I could start my life over. Everything is going great, but I communicate with his family on a regular basis because of my daughter, and I was told that he has moved on with another woman. I know that God took me out of the situation I was in and saved my life, but I don't know why I'm hurt, angry, and kind of jealous that he moved on. And I'm in a new city with my daughter, basically alone and having to figure it out. Am I crazy for all the emotions I feel? How do I get over the anger, and why am I jealous? I know he'll be cheating and beating on this woman like he did me, so I don't understand what I'm feeling, and how do I get rid of these things? Thanks so much for your time, and God bless you and your family. Thank you so much for sending that in. And that is a deep, deep question. And you know what? It As crazy as it sounds, it's very real. It's very real. But you are there, and you said part of my answer is you know he will be cheating and beating on this woman. And for one, I think you really need to sit there and really need to picture that. Picture him cheating on her with another woman. Picture him sleeping with her, then leaving the house and going to sleep with another woman. Picture him slapping the other woman and then coming home and slapping her. Literally picture this. And then ask yourself, is that what I want? Is this what I'm jealous of? See, a lot of times you you are forgetting the pain. The way our heart works, the way our mind works, we begin to self-soothe. You see it some you see a baby sometimes when they're crying and then they start to self-soothe. They grab the pacifier and they start to self-soothe and they calm down and they're just, you know, healing. That's in their mind. We were created in that way to kind of heal the pain or mash the pain. And so you are forgetting the pain. 
You got to literally picture it. And it will make your stomach hurt. It will make your head hurt. But you're going to feel it. You have to remember the feeling of the pain. Remember what it was like. Picture him having money come in direct deposit, but then making you pay the rent and you pay the car note and you take care of the the lights and the water and everything and him going to the mall and buying a pair of shoes. Picture that. Picture the abuse. Picture the infidelity and sit there with it and really feel it. And then think about this and understand this. You really feel kind of jealous because you're alone right now and you don't have anyone. If you meet someone, then those feelings will start to diminish. You really won't feel jealous anymore. You also feel jealous because deep down, we kind of want to, we kind of want the person we leave to do bad without us so that they can really feel the lesson that life is trying to get to them. We kind of want them to feel bad without us. The other thing what you're doing wrong is you're communicating with their family because of your daughter. Why are you communicating with his family because of your daughter? What does your daughter have to do with his family? So they are not his father, so you don't need to talk to them. And if he allowed you to move to another state with his daughter, then he obviously doesn't care too much about his daughter. Because, yes, you can up and do it, but it also means that he's not in a position to go to court and and fight for her because he can go to court and demand that you have to stay within a distance that he can see his daughter. So if he's not doing that, then there's no need to be talking to his family. And if you're going to talk to his family, they're going to give you information you don't need, like, oh, he's moved on with another woman. He's with another woman. That lets you know that his family is kind of petty because if they really cared about you in your heart, they wouldn't have even mentioned another woman to you. And that's the mistake that a lot of people make is you keep in touch with the family when you're trying to break a soul tie. You got to cut that person off and you have to cut off mutual friends and you have to cut off their family members. You owe nothing to their family. If they want to check up on the daughter and what you got to realize, yes, okay, they could check up on the on the daughter. They they want to know how she's doing or you want to talk to them to get a message to them, you know, send an email. Send an email, send a text message. Or if you're going to talk to them and you have to talk to them, let's say the situation requires that you talk to someone to about your daughter to get the message to him, then tell them, please do not mention him to me at all. Do not mention what he's doing, who he's seeing, who he's dating, or anything, because I do not want to hear about him. I am detoxing. I am healing. I'm breaking the soul ties. I'm working with a life coach. You're really talking about me, even though you listen to the podcast. I'm working with a life coach. I'm reading books. I'm writing my own book to tell my story. I'm working on a foundation for, you know, battered women. I have a lot going on. I do not want to hear about anything he has going on, anything he's doing. So if if I don't ask you about him, please don't mention him. 
And you have to make that a requirement, make that a standard. And anyone who will not adhere to that stipulation must be cut off because they don't respect your peace. And you have to protect your peace at all costs. So understand that this jealousy and things like that, it's normal. It's normal. It's very natural. But the way you get over it is by getting busy. You need to start writing your book. You need to start mapping out your nonprofit organization. What's the name of it? What does the logo look like? What colors are you going to use? What website domain can you go and buy? You know, go buy the dot com for it'll probably be three dollars or eleven dollars unless it's a really, really amazing name. But most names will just be eleven dollars or less. You know, start working on your book. Go to Tony Gaskins Academy dot com. Tony Gaskins Academy dot com. Get the birth your book program. I think it's like twenty seven dollars. It was like one hundred and fifty dollars. I made it twenty seven dollars so everybody can afford it. Sit down, go through that course. After you watch it, when your daughter's old enough, share it with her too so she can be an author too. But go through it and start working on your book. What this will do is this will be therapy. This will be therapy for you. You may never publish the book, but just writing your story and writing the lessons that you learn from the strength that you gain through this process will be therapy for you. It will occupy your time. It will occupy your mind. And this will help you break free from the soul tie. You got back in the church. Make sure you find a church where you are and get in there and be there. Be in the church. Put your daughter in the children's church so she can have a great experience at church as well. Um, if they don't have one, find one with a children's church and go there a month, two months, then start serving at a church, whether that's being a usher whether it's joining one of the life groups where you can connect with other single moms. If they don't have a single mom life group, then you offer to start one, become a member of the church, give your 10% to the church, really get active and acclimated in the church in your city. And that also will help you heal and help you grow, and it will replace the pain and the jealousy and the agony that you're feeling from this toxic relationship. So it's a soul tie that you have and your mind is trying to forget all the pain and everything you went through. And the way the mind works is we remember things better than what it, what it, what it really was. So even if you're telling a story of your glory days, we tell it better. We tell the story better because that's how the mind works. And this, this is science now. This, this is not just my you know, theory here. This is how the mind works because it, it's a healing agent. It's healing itself, and it's trying to, you know, erase the pain and forget the pain. And so that's why you're able to feel jealous. See, if, if you really, really could still feel the pain, you wouldn't be jealous at all. You would be like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, let me pray for her. Oh, my goodness. Let me. You would feel sorry for her instead of being jealous of her. You'd be like, oh, my goodness, I got to pray for her. I got to pray for her. Lord, please don't let this woman get killed. Please don't let this woman kill herself. Please don't let this woman kill him. Please don't let this blow out of hand. I made it out safely. I wasn't, you know, I didn't commit suicide. I didn't commit homicide, you know, but I can't say the same for her. Please don't let anything crazy happen. I don't want my daughter to have to have this crazy story 
about her father. Now, you didn't say that was her father, so I don't really recall. And if it's not her father, then that's even more reason why you shouldn't be talking to his family at all. So think about this. Yes, it says my daughter's father. Six years with my daughter's father. So, you know, he deserves the right to hear about her. To be honest with you, you can send a a letter until you heal. You shouldn't be doing any phone communication where the conversation doesn't have boundaries because when you're talking, you just can ramble. You can send an email. You can send a text. You can send a handwritten letter to give him updates on her until you heal or put them stipulations in place and make sure that they adhere to that. And if they don't, then you can reduce it to a text message or a voicemail or an email or a written letter updating them on how she's doing. Thank you so much for that. If you have a question, please send it in to inbox at TonyGaskins.com, inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon.